WXDX-FM, Pittsburgh. The assumption is that Jack Johnson will pair up with Jamie Alexiak to form the Penguins' bottom pair on defense and give the team a very physical combination at that spot, which would be okay by me and very useful. But there's a plan B, I think. You put Latang and Dumoulin together. That's your top pair. But you put Johnson with Schultz, and you put Mata with Alexiak. If you want to give Latang less minutes, which is the plan, if you want to give Latang less minutes, pair Johnson with Schultz and Mata with Alexiak, because the numbers two and three pairs are pretty much indistinguishable and can allow you to truly roll three pairs. Plan A gives you a top four. Plan B lets you, like I said, truly roll six pairs. I'm a top four guy. That's always been my philosophy. But if you really want to cut down the tag's minutes, plan B works. Plan B slots right in to that intent. Sick Again brought to you by 84 Lumber, helping you build the right way since 1956. Uh, I bet Johnson works out just fine for the Penguins. He needs to refine his defensive work just a bit, but he will. There's more at stake now. That'll make Johnson a better player. There's more at stake in Pittsburgh. Jack Johnson can win in Pittsburgh. In Columbus, they just try to make the playoffs, and that gets stale. 18 seasons, only four playoff bursts, never won a playoff series. That gets stale. And if you don't believe me, ask any Pirate fan. Uh, look at all the defensemen that struggled in their previous stops and then blossomed when they got to Pittsburgh. Trevor Daly after Chicago. Ian Cole after St. Louis. Justin Schultz after Edmonton. Jamie Alexiak after Dallas. Why would we not think that could happen with Jack Johnson? Now, as we know, Sid and Jack Johnson went to prep school together at Shattuck St. Mary's in Minnesota. Your father and I prepped together, went to war together, played golf together. We built this club, he and I. Uh, anyway, Sid and Jack played baseball at Shattuck St. Mary, and once Sid was pitching, Jack was catching, Sid hit a batter, the batter went to rush the mound, and Jack cut the guy off and whacked him. We need more of the same on the ice for the Penguins. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. If you'd like to go one-on-one with the great one. Japan and Senegal were tied for second place in their group in a spot in the World Cup knockout phase. And they went so far down the tiebreakers that Japan went through to the playoff based on having accumulated less yellow cards. Both teams had the same points, same record, same goal difference, and scored the same amount of goals, so they went to yellow cards. Less is better, and Japan had less. Uh, It's nuts, right? But there has to be a tiebreaker, so why not that? I like uh, fans of American sports who say they should just play 
overtime till somebody scores. Because that's what you're used to till hockey and for basketball too, although it's not sun death in basketball. But soccer's different. You're only allowed three subs per game. In basketball and hockey, you have free substitution. So you can't play forever in soccer. It's a bigger field. It's much more demanding in terms of cardio. Not as physical, but more demanding in terms of cardio. You gotta come up with tiebreakers. It's like it's like in a knockout game. People bitch when there's penalty kicks. You can't play indefinitely. Now I'm told that I don't know if it's the World Cup or maybe it's in Champions League next year. That when games go to extra time, they're gonna be a lot teams will be a lot an extra sub. A fourth sub in extra time as opposed to just three. And what that does is a lot of times teams in really big matches, knockout matches, only use two subs because they're saving a third sub in case the goalie gets hurt. You don't have to put the gloves on a defender or midfielder, whatever. But uh, I, I like soccer the way it is. We talked about that earlier this week. The nuance is the game. Every game has them. And I like soccer just fine as it is. Although the replay thing, they get in and out of it so fast, I don't have a problem. And I always like it when they get the call right. Uh, speaking of soccer, got to get this plug in. Last night at Louisville, Pittsburgh Riverhounds of the United Soccer League, that's AAA soccer, win 1-0. Riverhounds now have seven wins, seven draws, and only one loss under the new coach, Bob Lilly, who's doing a heck of a job. Uh, Louisville was in second place. Now the Riverhounds have leapfrogged them and are just one game behind first place Cincinnati in the USL. And they have a game in hand, so... Oh, here it is. Uh, there will be a fourth substitute in extra time in the Champions League next year and in the... European Championships, that's the international competition held every four years uh, in the years between the World Cup. Like the next Euros will be in 2020. Well, we've clearly talked way too much soccer, so if you want to get back to hockey, dial 412-333-WXDX. I, I just ran across a tweet. Uh, Clark Donatelli, who coaches Wilkes, the Penguins farm team, says Daniel Sprong is in for a big year. And he says, quote, great talent, great shot. His progression over the year was great. His work in the gym and on defense was great. On and off the ice was a great learning experience to go through that process, unquote. So Donatelli, who's a great coach, says that Sprong's in for a big year. But he didn't say in what league. What do you think? What would you do, Penguin fans, if you're Sully? Johnston on the bottom pair with Alexiak or do you balance the second and third pair, put Jacko with Schultz, put Alexiak with Mata, and then you could really roll 60 and legitimately give Latang less minutes. What would you do? I'm not sure. I'm a top four guy, but I kind of like plan B. I kind of like plan B. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. I like that the 
Ian Cole fan club is still going strong here in Pittsburgh. Jack Johnson's better than Ian Cole. And I know Ian Cole played in the playoffs for Columbus and Jacko got scratched. But what good did that do Columbus exactly? Because they won the first two games of the series, then lost four straight to Washington. And as is the want of the Jackets of Blue when it comes to playoffs, it didn't take long for them to be out of there like grain through a goose. Johnson's better than Cole, more physical than Cole, a better instinct in the offensive zone than Cole. He's only had one bad year ever. That was last year. Before that, people thought he was doing fine. Now, his analytics aren't great, but uh, analytics don't transfer exactly to a new team, a new coach, a new system. It doesn't mean Johnson will post the same bad analytics with the Penguins. I think he'll benefit from a change of scenery. I think he'll benefit from a long-term contract, having just gone through bankruptcy. I think he'll be comforted by being on the same team with his friend, Sidney Crosby. I remember who was it? Maybe Tom McMillan told me a story. When Sid turned 21, Tom went to his birthday party, got invited up to Cole Harbor. And almost all the hockey-playing guests were Sid's junior teammates. Not many NHL guys turned up. The two NHL guys who turned up, Colby Armstrong. Let's face it, if there's free booze, Army would fly to Zaire to drink up. And Jack Johnson. So the two are legitimately very close friends. And that doesn't mean anything. I mean, that's not why you got him. But if it maximizes Jacko's performance and gives him that much more confidence to have Crosby's confidence in him, well, that's good, right? I mean, again, they didn't bring Jacko in because he's Sid's friend. If, if, if they would have acted based on Jack being close friends with Sidney Crosby, Jacko would have got $5 million a year. They signed him at a very reasonable rate. And again, like I keep saying, that five-year term is a bit long, but there's going to be buyouts in the next CBA. So let's see if Jacko plays out all five of those years. And if he does, that's good too, because it means he'll be playing pretty well. 412-333-9930, the number to call. What would you do? Would you play Johnson in the bottom pair with Alexiak? Or would you balance the bottom two pairs? Johnson with Schultz, Mata with Alexiak, and then you could truly roll 6D. What would you do? 412-333-WXDX. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. You people wouldn't understand that because you don't have groins. You're a funny guy. That is very funny. Don't interrupt me. The X at 105.9. I'm checking on something, but I'm 95% sure. And boy, this puts a whole new paint job on things. I'm 95% sure Daniel Sprong has to clear waivers to go to the AHL. Which he absolutely would not. So if he's not going to play, you got to trade him. I figure. I think Yoli was right on the money. Sprong will start the season as a top three lines right wing. And Rust will start the season as a top three lines left wing. Maybe on the same line. Uh, Tony tweets regarding my plan B for the Penguins D, which would be to play Johnson with Schultz and Mata with Alexiak. 
and kind of make the second and third pair equal so you could truly roll three pair and cut Latang's minutes down legitimately. Uh, Tony says, I like plan B, put Johnson with Schultz. That minimizes Latang's minutes and also spreads out the physicality on the blue line. That's a good observation by Tony. It'd be kind of fun to have that pair that crushes everybody with Johnson Alexiak, but uh, yeah, Alexiak and Johnson on separate pairs that would spread out the physicality. Good tweet by Tony. You can tweet me at Mark Madden X. Let's go with Joe in Harrison City. Joe, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Joe, you're on Mark, the air. This is, Mark, this is Joe in Ocean City, not Harrison City. Well, ain't no love me. in the heart of the city, like Bobby <laughs> Blue Bland once said. What's on your mind? You told me not to call back until I told you the name of that restaurant. I heard the tweet. It was Harrison's Harbor Watch. But um, Okay, that I'm is going. it, isn't it? Yeah, it's Harrison's Harbor Watch. It's at the end of the boardwalk. The whole wall is glass. Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of semi-casual, but it's really good, right? Right. Yeah, they got that real good raw bar right when you walk in on the oh, right Oh, man, I, I'd love to. Are you there right now? No, I'm at home, but I'll be driving in the area within a half oh, But you're hour. in Ocean City right now? Yeah, oh, yeah, I live here. Boy, I envy you. That's good stuff. Okay, what's on your mind, Joe? I'm digging plan B. Um, I think that pairing of Matta and Alexiak, I like that, because Matta, I mean, he's just, each year getting better, and I think them two would just elevate each other's game. Like you know that Tony tweet, spread that out a little bit. But I'm, I'm digging the plan B big time. And you know it'd be very liquid, Joe. They would they would switch back and forth. Maybe depending on opponent. Maybe if you're playing a physical opponent, you want the two physical defensemen on the same pair. Yeah, and plus with uh, with Tang's minutes, I think that's a big. I think they're really keen and big on that. Good stuff, that Joe. A little bit. If you, if you go to, what's it called again? Harrison's Harbor Watch. Well, if, if you go the there, next time you call, I want a review. I want a review of the crab cakes, because I recall they're great. Got it. Thank you, Joe. I wish I had more time to just travel and drive around. Like it, It's funny. I always say I'll never retire. I'll probably die in office, and probably sooner, not later, the way I feel lately. But, but uh, I always say I'll die in office. But if I retired for like two months... And just went everywhere I want to go and did everything I want to do for two months. Then I'd be ready to work again for 10 more years. I'd love to get that two months, though. I wonder if they let me have a sabbatical here. That's not unheard of. You take two months off without pay. You know, keep your benefits. Companies let you do that. I I would love, you know, saying that out loud, that's not that's something I'd like to do one year between the end of hockey and the beginning of Steelers camp. That would be delightful. It's true. My mom always told me when you get older, your your uh, interests narrow. Colin Coward calls it pruning the interest tree, and uh, and you, you want to do silly stuff just because it's stuff you've done or have never done, and it just sounds fun. I don't know, like going to games, even Penguin games. I feel like I've seen enough games. That goes for TV too. I still want to know the results. I still want to like support who I support. Part of me thinks I've just seen enough games. Let's go to uh, Steve in the car. Steve, ask Mark. Oh, no, wait, not yet. You're on the Mark Madden Show. Hey, Mark. How's it going? Good. Uh, so, yeah, I agree. I mean, uh, it seems like it'd be spreading out the defensive core. Uh, and you can see how they respond to how Latang and Modest Productivity respond to the different pairings. 
Um, I also wanted to ask if there was any updates with the, regarding the fourth line center situation with Riley Shane and yeah, Shane signed last night, brah. Okay, okay. I sorry, I wasn't aware of that. So I no, no, about the same money he got last year, one year deal, two million and some spare change, and that that's good. I think he's a solid fourth line center, don't okay. you? Yeah, because I was worried that Carter Ronnie was going to be the fourth line center. I'm like, oh, that's, I don't, you know, I don't know if I'd be comfortable with that. So okay, I think well, Carter Ronnie's time has come and gone, and if it yeah. hasn't, it shoulda. I'm I'm watching ESPN News uh, while the show's on, and I guess now the Lakers are trying to get there. I go again, NBA talk, but they're trying to get Kawhi Leonard from the Spurs because they think if they get Kawhi, that'll clinch LeBron going there. I would like to see LeBron and Kawhi on the same team. You know why? They would do battle. Two narcissistic ass bags who think only about themselves on the same team. Uh, that would be the official NBA team of millennials in America. Yikes, it'd be great. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. We have the principal on hold. It's the principal, man. Remember that movie, James Belushi? Actually, that was a decent James Belushi movie. Not bad. We'll get to him in a minute. If you call, we'll get to you in a minute, too. 412-333-WXDX. It's the Mark Madden Show on 105.9. X. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. No one wants to hear your life story. What do you want to say on my radio show? Hey, yo, Mike. Mark, how you doing? Call me Mike. The X at 105.9. You know, most people who actually understand hockey seem to be okay with the acquisition of Jack Johnson, who's going to sign Sunday when free agency opens up officially, but he's agreed to a five-year deal with the Penguins. I don't understand. Tell me what you don't like about him. That's my challenge to you people who think you know hockey but don't. Tell me what you don't like about him. He's better than Ian Cole. He had one bad year. He's physical. He can kill penalties. He signed a reasonable deal in terms of average annual value. You're asking to be a solid bottom pair guy and nothing more. So tell me why you don't like it. I read one guy, a pretend guy, some goofy blogger. He opened up his blog by saying, get out the vomit bags, and then had a video of a guy vomiting. That's really professional hockey coverage. That's cutting edge. That's what's going to make you rich someday. Actually, you'll be doing the same thing 10 years from now, if you can still be bothered. You'll be a total failure. That's just ridiculous nonsense. But I challenge everybody, bloggers too. If you can string a couple coherent words together. You're doing it for free, so what the heck? Try again. What don't you like about this signing? Be very specific. What don't you like about this signing? Tweet me at Mark Madden X or call me 412-333-WXDX. I'm still laughing at uh, uh, the B team had breaking news today that the Pirates won a big game. That's as close as they get to breaking news. And, uh, no, seriously, the Pirates had a 4-1 ninth last night to beat the Mets at New York. And uh, the B team was saying it's the biggest win of the year. They're incapable of having big wins. They're not contending. They're just out of it. It's almost July, and they're out of it. They're in fourth place. Cincinnati's hot. The Reds may catch them. The Pirates are out of it. No such thing as a big win. The only story with the Pirates now is, 
is how many guys they get rid of between now and the trade deadline. They're out of it. Even if they were in it, you can't have a big win when four of your starters are going to get ditched. They're out of it. Say it with me. The Pirates are out of it. At least they made one good move. They put Sean Rodriguez on the DL. You know what? To get that bum on the DL, I'd sneak up from behind and Nancy Kerrigan, the son of a bitch. Whoopsie. Broken knee. DL. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Let's go to principal in the car. I'm taking this call on principal. You're on the Mark Madden Show. Hey, Double M. What's up? I'm thinking that I would go with option B and, and pair uh, Jack with Schultz. And uh, like you, I, I like the idea of spreading out the offense, but I also think it gives you the ability to match your D pairings with some of your forward lines. Well, that's like right. Like, well, now, do you mean match the D pairings with your forward lines or their forward lines? Who do they play against? Uh, either which way. I think that uh, oftentimes you see that in the playoffs you saw their third and fourth line yeah, maybe. You know, like, like, don't forget, though, you have four lines and three pair of D. You can do that at a minimal level. For example, if you want to get Latang behind Crosby, you can do that. But you couldn't steadily get, you know, this defenseman behind that center, the other defenseman behind the second center. You, you, you know what I mean? That would be on like a yeah, Jay, one center, Jay one Jay defenseman basis. JR's been talking a lot about spreading, getting more balance. And if you can get Johnson out there with his shot and his skating ability... What more balance among, with, with minutes, you mean, among the defensemen? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I, I know that, but I, I don't know that, 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 that they'll they'll rely on matchups to help that. Matchups, in fact, you know, matching up your centers and your defensemen, matchups could hinder that. So could matchups against the other team. You know, if you roll six, you roll six. And unless you roll six, I don't know if Latang's going to get that many fewer minutes. Now the one I reason. Have one more point, Mark. Go ahead. Uh, to those people who are criticizing this signing, no one has any idea what the market is going to set come this weekend. So to even say that before we, before. Oh, we I bet we think Jacko turns out ready. to be a cheap signing. I mean, the length's too long, but three point two five average annual value—that that's fine. The one thing that would worry me about putting Mata on the pair with Alexiak was that he would get less minutes. You know that you 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 do that with the intention of rolling sixty, and then you don't roll sixty, because Mata is one of their top four. You know, if Dumo hadn't had such a great year, people would have thought Mata was the Penguins' best defenseman this past season. Let's go to Dave. Dave, you're on the Mark Madden show. What up, man? What up, man? Uh, I got a question from uh, when we signed Strong and Simone. I know with the Jack Johnson stuff, that's been the main uh, stream thing going on with the Penguins, but was Simone a one-way deal? Uh, no, I think it's a two-way deal. Okay, I was... I, I think I he'd have I to clear waivers to go to the minors as well, like yeah. Sprong. Yeah, so I was wondering, does that mean they really think that he's good enough to play every day in the NHL? Or is I don't like know the, what they think, yeah. Dave. Uh I would really like, the next time I see Mike Sullivan or Mark Reckie, the assistant who works with the forwards, I would love to hear from them what they see in Dominic Simone. Cause That's what I'm I thought in the playoffs he couldn't forecheck, couldn't pass. I he see almost nothing. Like, yep. he, he's, not, he's not skilled enough and certainly not a quality finisher where he can play with the top six. He's not gritty enough or big enough to play with the bottom six. I just now, don't see where he fits, if at all. 
Is it another thing where the coaching staff loves him and he actually stinks? I think the coaching like, staff usually players? gets it right. I don't know what you're implying there, but but you're right. Backup goalie, um, a couple other positions where they play favorites. Well, it depends what you think the purpose of the backup goalie was. It depends what their long-term plans for Jari are. Gotcha. Like, I still think if, 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 let's say they start the season with Murray as the number one and Casey DeSmith as number two, okay? Mm -hmm. I still think if Murray got hurt and a goalie had to play a long string of games, they would bring Jari up to do that. Well, okay, we're losing you. And I think you'd run out of stuff to say anyway. Let's go to Nick in Pittsburgh. Nick, you're on with Double M. Hey, I was just calling in about uh, the Jack Johnson, the length of the deal. It's bad, but, like, in Jack Johnson's fifth year, we're going to have way more worries than Jack Johnson's fifth year. I mean, Crosby's 35, Malkin's 36, Kessel's gone. We're going to have more worries than Jack Johnson's fifth year. That's the point, right? Yeah. That's why you give him the fifth year. Because in the fifth year, it won't matter if he's any good. Because they'll be done. Win, Rebuilding, if whatever. A, if we win a cup in four years, then we're not going to be worried about Jack Johnson's contract. That's, I could not have put it better. That's a great call. And uh, and if they are still contending you know, in Jack's fifth year, that's kind of fluky. It'll be the, the, uh, the old men, like the Maple Leafs, their last cup in 67. <laughs> all the guys were 35. They're all dead now. Yeah. So nobody remembers. But, uh, but yeah, I, I agree. You got it exactly right. Good call. Let's go to Brian in Piper's Pub. My man, Brian. Brian, what's going on? Hey, Mark. How we doing? Good. What's up, Brian? Hey, uh, Jack Johnson. He's, uh, he's had some uh, bad situations in the past. He pouted a little bit in Carolina. He wasn't happy by the draft. Uh, you know, the move to Columbus, well, he went to L.A. first. But the move to Columbus, he wasn't happy there. Under a bad coach, obviously. Maybe playing under better management and uh, – um, you know, playing with his friend Crosby, it may uh, may lead to a uh, better play for him. Yeah, I don't think that the problems he had in one place or the bad analytics he had in one place necessarily transferred to the next, do you? No, absolutely not. Now, is this Brian that works at Piper's Pub? Yes, sir. Okay, your your voice sounds different on the phone. Oh, yeah, well, I'm I'm off the clock. I'm a little more relaxed right now. You're trying to sound like an expert, aren't you? I'm trying, but, you know, I, I can only do so much. So, what? you're off the clock, so you can't tell me what the vegetable is tonight. No, I, it's probably uh, broccoli would be my guess, but I can't tell you. Yeah, because I want to get the meatloaf, but I don't want potatoes. So your guess is broccoli. Yeah, it's yeah, totally a guess. I'm I'm. It's my day off. If I call, they'll tell me. I hope so. <laughs> well, thanks for that vote of confidence. That's Brian that works at Piper's. Good guy. Good hockey guy too. Good hockey fan. Uh four one two three 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 ninety nine thirty nine up again. The phone lines are empty. Twitter is barren. I made the challenge at the start of this segment about, what, 10 minutes ago? Yep, about 10 minutes ago. And I said, tell me why Jack Johnson's a bad signing. And nobody can come up with anything. A couple calls ago, the guy hit the nail right on the head. It won't matter in Johnson's fifth year if he's good or bad because the run will be over. And that's true. And if the run's not over, that's bonus time. That is absolutely bonus time. Four one two three 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 ninety nine thirty nine. We're getting ready to talk to Bob McLaughlin. Uh, I, I think I mentioned earlier, a lot of other teams are knocking on Kunitz's door. So uh, him coming to Pittsburgh seems sketchy at this point. But uh, again, if I, I I'm saying the same thing over and over again, but it's a logical thing to say. 
if he played just fourth line, then again, like Yoey said, fourth line's where you want the young guys, the skaters, the four checkers, the guys making minimum wage. I would rather have Kuhnhockel than Kunitz. Kuhnhockel's a better penalty killer. Kunitz is more physical. That he is, and that would help. And the Penguins did miss that. But then again, who cares? Because how often does it matter who the fourth-line left wing is? Seriously, tell me. How often does it matter who the fourth-line left wing is? Oh, uh, a clarification. Sprong and Simone are both on one-way contracts. Average annual value of 750 k and they run through uh, the 1920 season. July 4th next Wednesday, that kind of sucks. I, I hate having a day off right in the middle of the week. I think if it would have been on like, well, the ideal time is if it's Saturday or Sunday, because then you get the Friday or the Monday off, and you get the three-day weekend. And, of course, if it's literally on, on Friday or Monday, but Wednesday sticks. Like Schultz Ford, I'll be at Schultz Ford on July 7th instead of the 4th for the big July 7th sales extravaganza. Don't get me wrong, I'm looking forward, but I think even the Ford King, King Richard Bazzi, would agree that it doesn't quite have the same ring. i got a busy schedule coming up. I'm off to uh, Holmdel, New Jersey this weekend to see Whitesnake Foreigner and Jason Bonham again on Saturday. Just land at Newark and drive south. Uh, then next week, I got Vince Neal and Blue Voice to come on consecutive nights at the Meadows Casino in Washington. And I've never even been to the Meadows Casino in Washington. I was there before there was a casino. I was there for the, uh, I did an appearance at a race there. I worked with Roger Houston at the Meadows. And uh, then I got after, what's the week after? Uh, Ted Nugent's at Greensburg. I'm going to that. And then Whitesnake again at Cleveland. I'm taking a day off for that. So lots, and then Greta Van Fleet here in the middle of the month, and we'll have their guitar player, uh, Jay Kiska, on the show next Tuesday. Very much looking forward to that. I'm curious to see what kind of girls they get at the shows because they're playing classic rock. Are they getting the the MILFs? I mean, is that who wants to hear classic rock? Or do the girls know, because teenage girls, young girls know, when they're hot guys in town, I guess these guys are hot, they... They play rock and roll and, and dress like Led Zeppelin and play like Led Zeppelin. and I mean, that would not even preclude 14-year-old girls. Remember Lori Maddox with Jimmy Page? So anxious to hear just about their experience. You got these four kids from Frankenmuth, Michigan, who are suddenly rock stars. And I think that is really cool. I think they have kids between the ages of, what are they, 18 to 22, that are suddenly rock stars. I think that is very cool. I'm looking forward to talking to Jake Kiska. Let's go to Dave on Route 28. Dave, you're on with Mark. What up, Bang? What up, Bang? Hey, uh, I had a buddy tell me that Jack Johnson's only had a positive plus minus one time in his NHL career. Well, you could have Googled that. that. You didn't have to talk to your buddy. So what? That was his only concern about Jack Johnson being a, a bad bad deal. Yeah, he, he played for bad teams a lot of times. In Columbus especially. In Columbus, all That's they tried to do was sneak into the playoffs. He was in Columbus. Bobrovsky uh, was his goalie, so he didn't Yeah, that's the really same guy any... who has the goals against the, like, 15 in the playoffs? Yeah, that's true. 
you don't transfer stats from one place to another place. You just don't. And sometimes the minus players are good players because they're asked to play so much and usually against the other team's best guys. Don't get me wrong. That's a, I mean, that's a stat you could point at. Let me see if that's true even. <laughs> I kind of take that for granted. People call up and say, well, he only had one plus season ever. And I say, well, that's a good point then. Later on, I go to his, his stats and he's like, you know, plus 90 every year. Okay, let's see here. No, no, he's had two plus seasons. Ha! Got you. Talk to Bob McLaughlin X 105.9. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. This is Mark Madden. It is. A double N, big fan. I think there's a better chance of me and Selena Gomez being parents to triplets. The X at 105.9. Joined now by Bob McLaughlin. Bob brought to you by 84 Lumber. Bob, uh, what's your reaction to uh, my plan B for the Penguins defense? That instead of putting... Jack Johnson and Jamie Alexek on the bottom pair. Put Jacko with Schultz. Put Alexek with Mata. Kind of balance the second and third pairs. All the better to roll six defensemen and take some minutes away from Chris Letang. Uh, I like it. I'm absolutely fine with that. And probably at some point they're going to see that out of necessity anyways, depending on how injuries or you know people's play go. Because everybody has their ups and downs during the season, and you have coaches moving pieces around all the time. So I think that, yeah, that's a real viable alternative, especially with you know some of the talents that Johnson has shown in his past career. Um, you know, maybe that kickstarts him a little bit and moves him up to you know top four if needed. Bob, some terrible news. Danny, the drummer from Greta Van Fleet, has injured his wrist. And they're having to miss a few shows, although Pittsburgh's still over two weeks away. So I, I think he should be okay for that. But they have to postpone Kansas City and Chicago. Oh, well, as long as the, the uh, guitarist doesn't get hurt. We're good for him next Tuesday. As long Confirm. as he can speak on the radio. Exactly. No, I really exactly. want to see Van Fleet when they come to Pittsburgh at, at Stage A.E., you know what's great, too? I've seen some of their uh, interviews just trying to do some research and stuff like that. The kid loves it. The kid is living it right now. They're kids. Uh, yeah. That's why I love them. They're kids. They give old men like me hope that this can go on for a long time. Right, and I know you've done, you've done X amount of rock interviews and stuff like that. A lot of the good, a lot oh, of no, the bad. Oh, no, it'll be fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's. I mean, every interview I've seen... Uh, he just wants to talk rock and roll. He wants to talk about influences, who he plays like, who he you know is listening to right now. So that'll be a good time next Tuesday. Now, getting back to Jack Johnson, are you surprised that signing him, well, agreeing to sign him on Sunday, as well as some of the other moves Jim Rutherford has made, has gotten such criticism on Twitter, which admittedly is just an overflowing toilet. But, but still, the, the vitriol is intense. When this guy's won two cups in four years. Yeah, it's crazy. And uh, you and Josh Yoey talked about it already in the show. But most of it, most of the worst stuff is actually coming from Columbus. Now, I know that's, you know, it didn't work out for him out there. And now he's going to the mortal enemy. Hate ain't nothing but love disguised by jealousy, yeah, Bob. Absolutely. Absolutely. And imagine, Mark, when it does work here. What's going to happen with the Columbus fans? I mean, dial that up to 11 because they are going to be so pissed. I wonder he, where Ian Cole's going to go. He's a free agent. Oh, I'm sure that he, I'm sure there's a number of teams that are going to make a, you know, a solid. You think he'll get more and longer than Jack Johnson? I do. Really? I do. Yeah. Boy, I'll tell you what, that'll make the Johnson deal that much better. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I, I mean, well, look, the Johnson deal can be perfect if he comes here and he's very uh, he's productive uh, and, you know, he gets the pens into a nice, deep, 
playoff run and Columbus just, you know, farts. They, you know, screw the pooch. So uh, I would love to see that happen. Oh, this could wh- be your Columbus just misses the playoffs. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and imagine if the fans are this vocal about what's going on right now and him coming to Pittsburgh, you know, the story. Um, now, just imagine what happens if they if they go all the way. Now, it looks like Sprong would have to clear waivers to go to the minors, which means he's going to make the team. So are you assuming, like Yoey is, that they'll open the year with Sprong third-line right wing and with Russ probably third-line left wing? I'm fine with that. I have no idea. Over the last two weeks, all of the different machinations of, of you know the right wing and left wing and who's going to play where and who's moving up and down you know, and who's moving to the left – um, if that's what Josh thinks is going to work right now and how he sees it playing out, I'm fine with that. Um, but again, with all the times that they move pieces on, you know, a hockey lineup in game, you know, in a week, in a month, um, he'll probably be first, second, third, all those positions on the right wing in the first month of the season. Yeah, I would like to see him open the season with Sid. I would, too. Just to see if it works. I would, too. I would absolutely just to see if it works, because why not? You're early in the season. you got nothing to prove right then. Uh, the Penguins are always a strong second-half uh, team anyways in that season. They kind of get things going as they run up to the playoffs. Throw it against the wall, see what works early, and that's a perfect time to try out your plan B also for the defense. That's Bob McLaughlin. He's brought you 84 Lumber. In just 30 seconds... I'm going to talk about those critical fans, both from Pittsburgh and Columbus, and why they're just so full of crap. 105.9 The X.